Hi, I'm Nolan Peterson, President and CEO of World Copper Limited. We're a Vancouver-based junior exploration and development company in the copper sector. We have two projects in Chile called Escalonis and Cristal, as well as the Zonia project in the United States in Arizona. Uh, good to see you again, Nolan. Uh, I think we saw you back in uh, November. We kind of went through a yep. kind of validation uh, exercise to understand how you structure the company. Now, notice you've just done a raise, just over two million bucks, uh, which kind of begs the question: What are you gonna do with it? Market's tough at the moment for everyone. Share price is depressed. Market cap's not growing. So, what what's the plan? Yeah, as you mentioned, I think it's a it's an industry wide uh, phenomenon right now. So, a lot of companies are thinking about what they can do in this type of market to keep meaningful progress on their projects. So if you look at World Copper, as we mentioned, we've got two projects that really are at a stage where they're well-developed. They both have resources, Escalonis and Zonia. Uh, and that provides actually more optionality. Not only do you have one, uh, not only do you have more than one project, so you've got two, but they also are past the ex expensive drilling phases. We can always drill more, can always find more, which we expect to in the future. But it's, we're not limited to only drilling to prove out the asset to make it bigger and better. Uh, that's what many of our peers are forced to do. They have one project, they're one, one option for continuation. So if you look at what we have, we see a lot of strength in spending the money at Zonia right now. Uh, and that gives us the flexibility to target where we think that the spend will produce most meaningful progress and return for shareholders. So Zonia in the United States, you get a lot of the tailwinds from the U.S. messaging right now. Uh, it's a project that sits on private patented land. It's been well understood over a number of decades of drilling and development. Uh, it doesn't require any more metallurgical work, for example. So really, it's desktop work. It's engineering studies, PEA update, perhaps, uh, leading into a feasibility study. All that stuff can be, is meaningful progress that doesn't involve spending millions of dollars on drilling, for example. Uh, and then we can adapt as the market conditions uh, change. Right. Okay. It's a very kind of defensive position, but do you, yes. you feel that's the, the right way to go? Yeah. I, I, you know, you can either turtle up completely and just, you know, hibernate, so to speak, and wait for the market to get better. Um, or as I mentioned, you know, you can still try to, to make headway uh, with, with the options that are available to you. So low spend on engineering, low spend on permitting advancement. Uh, it's defensive in a sense, it keeps uh, the cash position strong so that when the market does return, you can feel more comfortable to be more aggressive. Right. Okay. Well, well, well there you go. I think a lot of people are actually sort of sitting back, hunkering down and we're turtling up, um, trying to work, work out when this momentum will return. I mean, copper price, it's not too bad at the moment. Copper demand, supply uh, stories and narrative out there in the marketplace. If you if you listen to any of the kind of battery conferences out there, it's, it's in high demand. So... How do you put yourself out there front and center um, for industry to, to see? Uh, and how do you tell your shareholders that, look, this kind of focus on Zonia um, and that this kind of desktop focused nature, a lo lo low cost environment for, for you guys, is the right way to go? Because there's a bunch of messages you kind of got, you kind of got to get out there. Because what your story has been missing so far is that kind of, I don't know, b belief or momentum from the market that you can advance these things. And, you know, nothing's really changed recently. Yeah, it is a challenge, to be honest, when you talk to investors, you know, they're oftentimes very focused on very simple metrics for projects. They want very large and they want very high grades. Of course, those are great. 
Um, but what they don't always understand when we talk about our projects is the, the nature of them being solvent extraction, electrowinning, uh, you know, heap leach projects, where a comparatively lower grade uh, compared to some of the larger copper sulfide projects uh, can look, you know, not as appealing. Why should I be interested in a project like this? So we have to educate uh, people uh, to some extent. Uh, and then generally, you know, when you look at the market, gold is catching a lot of attention from investors. It always does, even when copper and gold are very strong at the same time. I think most people in our investor base in the, in Canada and most part of the United States as well, very high, highly focused on investing in gold. So we have to kind of broaden the message there. I think that the retail audience and, and you know, the uh, family office type institutional investors, they're starting to catch up with what the really industry focused people understand on you know what we need to be planning for for copper in the future as as copper starts to affect people on a daily basis you know evs and renewable energies and things like that and the messaging around that uh, and they can start to see the demand and feel it uh, i think that 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 message will start to hit home a lot harder and we're seeing that in the united states uh, to go back to your question uh, when we put zonia in front of investors you know, we tell U.S. investors about the importance of copper and how the U.S. government is starting to see copper and U.S. states and, and, and you know, investors out of the U.S. and they start to realize how important it is. This is an opportunity to make some money for them. Right. OK. But if we if we look at you used the phrase, though, in terms of the, the, the way that investors see, see this is like it, in old school talk, it would have been obviously scale is everything, you know, you, you know, 200 million tons. We need grades of 1%, etc. Average grades of copper at the moment are a lot lower than that. Um, but the scale the scale, scale component doesn't go away. But the new kind of conversation that um, people are having is around like margin, economics of these things. How, where do you need to get to? Because you don't want to kind of go down this kind of economic study process and, you know, plant your flag in the, in, in the sand and go, well, this, this is us, folks. We haven't got the scale. The grade is what it is. The commodity price is what it is. Uh, we're kind of a kind of marginal project at the moment. What what can you do to put the you know your best foot forward? You know, display your wares better than you've got at the moment. If you're just doing the desktop route, I mean, do you know what I mean? It's a real it's a yeah. real t- real tough one. Yeah, it is. I mean, to, to start with, our margins are actually quite high because of the nature of the projects. Um, they have the low capex. They have the low operating costs compared to other copper projects. And that's something that I think surprises a lot of people. Uh, so, you know, in in a matter of speaking, it's sometimes just t- t- taking one person at a time and making them a convert. Um, but what we also want to do is plan for and tell people that, you know, maybe we're not drilling right now, but we have a strong foundation. Here are the economics in this type of environment, economics still matter and they always do matter and we also have the potential to expand so that that opportunity is always in people's minds as well and i think that people people like that they like to know that they're investing in something solid and then they can expand into something greater as well and make it larger and of course every drill hole can lead to higher grades which we also expect to find so we we try to balance it that way but you know we're until the market is more supportive we can't really go out and spend five, $10 million on a big drill program. 
It just wouldn't be right. prudent. Okay. I, no, I, no, I understand yeah. that. It, that makes total sense. But, yeah. but, 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 you know, treat me as one of those people, please, because, like, right, okay, the, the low strip ratio, one-to-one, brilliant, yep. okay. Um, the, the, the fact that you've started the economic study, I guess, is, is, is indicative of the potential, but the scale, delivering the scale would be important um, to me. It's a copper oxide, so obviously, you know, hopefully lower lower capex comp- uh, story here as well. But what what else is there about Zonia that I need to understand and be- become one of those converts? Yeah, so, and, and I also want to say that these are actually both quite large projects. Escalonis, our Chilean project, is actually the largest copper oxide project in development in Chile and probably one of, if not the largest in the world as well. Uh, based on production, so it's it's not a small project uh, by any means, but for compared to the massive, massive copper sulfide projects that are out there, uh, that's a different thing. So if we want to focus in on Zonia, though, key advantages that all contribute to its viability to make a project go forward. It sits on private patented land, right? That's one thing that you know. Sometimes you say that to investors uh, who have a lot of experience investing in Arizona. And in big projects where, you know, it sits on state land or federal land and the project hasn't been able to advance at all. And they their eyes or ears perk up because they understand the significance of that. Other investors, it just goes right over their head, right? Um, we tell them how important it is. Uh, so that is a key advantage. We have power water, power access, water access, and road access to the site. Um, it's a brownfield site, so it's already been disturbed. All of these things tick off risk boxes that aren't readily apparent when you look at the grade of a project uh, or the size of a project. And and at the end of the day, it is about how quickly you can build these types of projects, how quickly they can be in production when the expected copper price is five six dollars uh, a pound, as we as you know many analysts are projecting. Uh, and that's you know as we start to educate if you as a typical investor. Uh, they start to realize and put two and two together, and they start to be intrigued by it. Okay, and, 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 and interesting times. Like, and, and, I, and I hear what you're saying. Can yep. we just talk about Chile? Obviously, yep. it, it's kind of been through the news cycle, shall we say, off the back of some announcements around. I think the word used was nationalization of lithium. I think we, I think that's been actually proven to be a kind of. Um, Misconstrued interpretation yes. of what was actually said uh, in 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 country, but it did certainly get it get a few nerves rattling. Um, you know, two three weeks ago, but Chile, big copper producer, um, but you know, yeah. um, some some of the biggest com- countries companies in the world producing uh, copper there. For you, two projects, Cristal and Escalones, obviously clearly not front and center right now in a kind of tight fiscal environment like this what obviously escalonis with a pea study um is good news is there any part of you that thinks do you know what it might make sense to flip one of these out get a bit of non-dilutory capital into the company or is there more value to be held at be had by holding on to these for a little bit longer yeah i think if fundamentally at the end of the day as any ceo will say we always have to think about what's in the best interests of shareholders at a given moment in time uh, Escalonis certainly has very, very high long-term potential, uh, but it is a big project that's going to take many years to develop. Uh, we're prepared to see it through. Uh, it ties in nicely with Zonia, where you can bring Zonia into production as use it as a stepping stone to Escalonis. But uh, by the same token, it would absolutely be a lot easier to develop Zonia if there were somebody who was very interested in Escalonis and was willing to give you know, some of that value to us today. 
So we're always open for business. It's always a consideration. I wouldn't say that, you know, what's going on in Chile or the talk. I shouldn't even say what's going on in Chile. Just the talk of what's happening in Chile uh, is, you know, scaring us away or is like, we got to get rid of this right now. Absolutely not. Uh, it's just, it's a great jurisdiction to do business in. Uh, we're happy to be there. Uh, we, you know, the fears, as you mentioned, are overblown. Poor headlines, uh, clickbait journalism, so to speak. Uh, we get through it. We have our our team on the ground there that's uh, well understands the market and, and what you know tells the cuts through the noise, as it were. Uh, so yeah, we're happy to hold on to Escalonis, but we're also always interested in exploring opportunities that can. Uh, be beneficial for shareholders. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. It's a question I think um, was kind of sent in a lot. A lot of people are going to send that question in in terms of yeah. how do you, as a small junior uh, exploration company or developer, early stage yeah. developer, if, if, if you want, company, kind of navigate these, these, these choppy waters? So your message to your current shareholders is steady as we go. Yeah, pretty or, much. When it, when it comes right. to Chile, we've, we've slowed down development there. Uh, again, refocusing our spend on Zonia in the U.S. right now until the, mar- you know, again, I said we're happy with Chile, but until the market is happy investing in Chile again, uh, you know, until some of the bigger players start to show confidence in new projects and new acquisitions in Chile, uh, then I think that it behooves us to focus on Zonia and just keep going in uh, at Escalonis with a low rate of spend. And that's what we've done. So as steady as she goes, yes, but at a slower rate. Right. Okay. And with, with regards to, um, I think, conversation back in November, we, talk, we talked about the kind of corporate structure that you've got and the share register and so forth. And you kind of explained that it had been a sort of slow trickle of, of, of selling down by by a, a party, a parties. Um, is, is that side of things back under control do you have a sense of um you know who's who's on the register and their intentions with you because like the, th- the thematic copper amazing right so copper companies should be doing well but there's a massive disconnect between you know a- a- equities and commodity prices at the moment so um it's a little str- strange one and that's been across the board but for you you have this kind of extra kind of um element to deal with so share register is it where you want it to be? Have you got new people on the register? Yeah, we're adding new people quite regularly, but I think it goes back to what you said earlier and what we were talking about when it comes to companies is that everybody today who's sitting on cash or has the ability to invest in not only our company, but many others are really considering, you know, when is the right time to start to deploy? So we have people who, you know, love the story, love the projects, uh, they have no issues in deploying. They're just waiting for the right moment. And while that happens, we do have some people who are still continuing to sell at a trickle. Uh, you know, they're selling at a loss because we've never done, we only did one financing, which is the most recent one at these prices. So anyone who's got shares probably bought them at a higher price. Uh, they're selling at a loss. And, you know, some people need money for margin calls, they need money, and it's because the environment is tight. Uh, and I don't think that it has anything to do with the performance of the company or what we've got going on. And it's not just happening to us, as you know, it's happening to many other companies. Uh, so I, at, at some point, I think that the balance will shift to buying uh, and then we'll start to trickle back up or go up uh, much faster, I hope. Uh, but I, I think that that's a phenomenon that we just have to work through, continue to, to broaden the base, prepare the message for when things do improve. 
and when we can start to push forward very aggressively. Okay, so okay, twenty million market cap today, and yeah. whether or not it's a kind of fair reflection of your value, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you'd, you'd say, and I agree with you, it's, it's not, doesn't, yeah. doesn't, it's not, it's not a fair reflection. But um, in terms of where you feedback that you've got from, whether it be through this fundraising process that you've been through, or just your shareholders, where where do you think they they allocate the value? Is it the US because it's a sort of known entity, you know, it's a good place to do business, you know, critical mineral lists, et cetera, abound. Are they off are they put off by this kind of you know South Africa South, South America <laughs> factor? Yeah. Yeah, it is absolutely uh, very we're very heavily valued uh for Zonia right now. Uh we do have a lot of investors though who are in it for Escalonis. And they're saying, you know, again, what we talked about earlier, that maybe Zonia is too small for them. So you try to give, uh, and then there's some people who don't like that we have two projects. And then there's some people that like that we have two projects. So it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. But I, I think that the real value right now, uh, or at least where a dollar spent will derive the most return is in, is and then not only that, but a word spent on marketing is in Zonia right now for all the reasons that you mentioned. Uh, you know, I can spend a lot of words talking about Escalonis and a lot of money, but it's almost like we're fighting against the news media. We're fighting against perception. And that's not very productive if we have another uh, avenue to explore. No, I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Matt.